everyone's always drawn to the dark side. Like, it wouldn't be the dark side if it weren't tempting. Oh, sure. Which is funny. Blue is the dark side. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Other than black. <laughs> there is a red and a black in this, de- in this, in this game, and blue is the dark side. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Casual Commander. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we decided that we, we don't think the switch to Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon was the right call following the feedback that we received from last week. I mean, all good feedback. And that's honestly the problem. Yeah, it was a lot of, hey, you guys did great. We really love this. Keep up the Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon content. And we were like, well, hold on, guys. What the hell? Like, we're not here for you to be happy with what we're doing. We're going to make content that you dislike. I know, and we're so good at that. So yeah, we figured we'd just go back to the game that we both know. Granted, I'm using the word know loosely in this context, but unfortunately, Draco of the Draconid of the White Dragon Knight of Dragon, just, it didn't really mesh that well. I genuinely can't remember any of the names. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I remember the Pokemon, but all of the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff immediately left my head. Honestly, Pot of Greed, all you need to know. Yeah, that's it. Pot, it's of pot of greed. <laughs> pot of greed. The only card we know is a band card. There's certain colored dragons with different colored eyes. Yeah, blue eyes, white dragon. That one wasn't in there, but there was like a, a black eyes, red dragon or red eyes, black dragon. Why not? Whatever colors they were. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for this week, uh, Tim and I thought we would just have a, a candid discussion on the color pie and trying to fit your play style to said color pie so really this this episode is kind of just a discussion on the different colors what we think they're good at what we think they can do together it's really just kind of an impromptu let's let's just talk about colors and how we decide we want to go down a certain path we've touched on this in different episodes but i think we kind of want to do like a a consolidated like this is the episode where we're just going to All of our thoughts, all of our bad ideas and horrible opinions, we're just going to spew out onto you guys. Then we'll never talk about the color pie ever again. Never. I'm not even going to say a color again. Uh, Magic is now colorless. Yes. So with us spewing all of our thoughts and feelings, this episode could either be four minutes or four hours, depending on the mood we're in. So buckle in. I'm in a four minutes mood to myself today. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So so four hours it is. (laughs) If you're listening... Tim is traveling for work this for the next couple weeks. He's a trooper. He is sitting in in a in a in an unknown bedroom to me. I'm sure he knows it very well, but an unknown bedroom to me, recording on a laptop after a long day of work. You know, Tim, Thanks. proud of you. Proud of you. I got to know this bedroom very well. It was unknown to me, and now it is known, and it will never be unknown. That's deep. I don't know if that sounds creepy or sexual. Probably both. I hope both. Sexually <laughs> creepy. That's that's where I'm at, man. <laughs> that's the uh, vibe I'm getting. That's right the now. vibe you're getting. All right. What do you say we get into the first color? Yeah, you want to just do just go across, do Wooberg. I think we just go Wooberg. Let's just go Wooberg. So with Wooberg, the first color is white, the most revered color in Commander. <laughs> as Tim immediately starts laughing, Tim, I challenge you to build a Azorius deck. Uh, no, you you for the longest time you kept coming up with Azorius decks that you wanted to build, and all they were were you, no one will have fun 
unless I am having fun. But also, even when I'm having fun, no one else will still have any fun. Okay, so let's talk about, let's try, let's attempt (laughs) to talk about these colors in a good way. Just so you're aware, Tim, I did upgrade my vehicle's deck. It is very fun, and it has nothing to do with control. I just come at you with big, beefy cars. That That is fair. Vehicles, I think, in in those colors make a lot of sense. There's a lot of, of mm-hmm. big, especially in white, a lot of big white vehicles. Um, so, yeah, I could see that. I mean, because you still get the, the white and the blue shenanigans, mm-hmm. but you don't have to with vehicles. It's more about getting the, the big... It's more about running someone over with a literal truck exactly. than it is... A metaphorical truck of paying an extra four mana anytime you want to do literally anything. Exactly. So okay. speaking of that. Okay, so white. Uh, <laughs> Tim, when you think of white, the color the color white relative to magic, what do you picture? The word I always associate with white is taxation. Okay. White, in my opinion, is a very taxing it's it's control in a lot of ways and i think taxing is one of the biggest control aspects of it where it's like i'm not directly preventing you from doing stuff a lot of the times sometimes i am preventing you from doing anything to me but a lot of the times it's like you can do what you want to do but you are going to literally pay for it so obviously things like monologue tax literally in the name or um smothering crap, tithe I'm, smothering tithe exactly thank you i was Literally thinking that. I knew exactly the cards you were thinking. Yeah. Uh, Smothering Tithe, Ghostly Prison, stuff like that. Like, that's that's not all there is to white, but that's definitely my opinion of what comes to mind when I think of white. Yeah. I mean, I don't don't really see Smothering Tithe as a white card because we have that exact card in Rhystic Study, which is a blue card. But Smothering Tithe doesn't draw It makes treasures. Yeah. Blue has you draw, but I don't know. Whatever. To me... The color white, the word I would use to describe it is balance, which I'm pretty sure there is a white card named balance. It's banned, but there is a white card named balance. To me, white is not going to, I mean, white can win you games. Well, what white's going to do is keep you, keep the game balanced, right? You have your exile cards. You have your go wide cards. You have, like you said, your taxation cards. You have protection cards to fairies protection. You know, Abyssin's in white. So white is there. Honestly, white has gotten a lot of love recently. Mm-hmm. I would actually be okay building a mono white deck right now with all of the ramp, the, the catch-up balancing ramp, right? Like Archaeomancer's map is great for balancing. You're not going to get ahead in white, but what you will do is keep up. I think on the whole, on, like, on, the, uh, on the average in terms of white, I agree with you. And I think... That's why Smothering Tithe is such a prominent card in any competitive or even just like, not even competitive, but like remotely wanting to be close to competitive white deck is Mm -hmm. because it is so, that is, I think, your getting you ahead card, right? It's not getting you card draw, but it is getting you ways to play your cards that you do actually have. Sure. It's like temporary ramp. I, but but is it because it's every every time any player does cast a spell, right? Smothering Tithe is draw. Anytime a player draws a card. Oh, that yeah, that, you're right, you're right. Ristic Study so, is play a spell. Yeah, um, you got me. You got me mixed up. You said it was Ristic Study, but it's different. I mean, same same but, same idea. It is, and you it's it's you're right. It's not as much as Ristic Study because if people play often 
a lot more than they draw those turns, unless you're also playing a blue player. Yep. But drawing still, if you're playing three people, like against three other people, you're going to be getting three treasure at, at oh, minimum every turn. It's great. Yep. Yeah. And they have actually added some decent, some decent draw to white recently. So it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of good in white right now. I agree. So, yeah. I, I think I definitely agree on the whole, like it's definitely balanced. It's very much the, the, when you get in terms of like lore, it's the justice mana base. It's the justice color affinity. Um, so there's a lot of, you did bad things. You are now exiled yep. or you're doing too much and I'm going to either catch up to you or I'm going to prevent you a little bit. Like your ramp isn't going to mean as much because now it's going to cost more. Yeah, exactly. So with all that being said, what kind of things would a player come to you that would make you want to recommend you should build a mono white deck? I would say definitely if they're really into auras and enchantments, that's mm-hmm. just hands down. That's an easy one, right? Equipment. Ours, enchantments, equipment. Yep. I think uh, equipment, if if they want to do mono white, then yeah, definitely equipment. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about color pairings later. So I wouldn't say if, if they just said, I like equipment, I wouldn't say mono white. But if they're like, I want to do mono white, what's a good strategy? Definitely equipment is a good strategy to go with. Um, I think there's also just like, there's a lot of like creatures getting benefits in white, right? There's a lot of like, go wide. Yeah, a lot of go wide. Like, every creature you control has plus one, plus one, or all creatures gain hexproof and indestructible. That's one specific card, but, like... Yeah, no, Cathar's Crusade, great card. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of the one. It's the one that just gives every creature plus one, plus one. Very good card. Yeah, there's, there's like, Avacyn. She gives everything everything indestructible all your permits have indestructible um who's that one from commander legends was it commander legends or was it the she's angel? the one that gives yeah the, uh yeah the angel what was her name yeah she's the one with partner that gives everything plus one plus one depending on whatever keywords are on it or something a chroma yeah, a chroma thank you yeah 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 a chroma that's a good that's a good one especially for word soup so if you like having or keyword soup specifically yep so having a chroma with like an arden with an equipment deck is actually a great pairing because you can just slap a ton of a ton of equipment onto a, a command onto one of your creatures and a chroma will just buff them up mm-hmm. chroma does specifically say each other creature so you couldn't use her but you could use arden yeah you could use arden and you could it doesn't even like you could use a token technically like you could just equip any token with all that stuff and make a giant 25 25 flying squirrel exactly Honestly, the the best white deck you could possibly build is a good boy equipment deck. Oh, good. Yeah, well, there's there's a couple good boys you can do now. There are. Yeah, we did um, we did the get one a that good just boy. Came out. That's Yoshimaru, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Yoshimaru, and then Isamaru is the old good boy, but he's still a good boy. Yeah, but I mean, Yoshimaru is by definition better because he, he has partner, right? He has partner, and he's just. A, I mean, Isamaru is a plus one. Is a two two for one. That's just that's what he is. Yoshimaru yeah. is whenever another legendary permanent enters the battlefield, put a plus one plus one counter on him. So he does get better. So, you yeah. know, whatever. We're talking a lot about white. If you want to play white, you're playing white because you want to play R's, you want to play enchantments, you want to play balancing agents, you want to be able to control the state of the board. Kind of reactionary, not reactionary, but proactive, I guess. Because you're not countering much with white, but you are removing threats, board wiping, clearing the state, protecting your own things. Yeah. 
white honestly of all the colors i think white is the best supporting color if i'm gonna see a commander and i and he's like a green commander you throw in white great i'm happy that white's there yeah i i would definitely agree i don't know if in my opinion just for what i like to do personally that white is the 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 better supporting color but it definitely is up there yeah so that's white would you say we move on to our most favorite color blue yeah skip it (laughs) just (laughs) you play (laughs) you play blue if you're a monster yeah that's all we have to say um that's all i have to say yeah that's it okay so uh black (laughs) no i think if if we're gonna stick with the theme of what comes to mind when you think of this color i think control more fits blue just just static control there is a lot of stuff that white does that's i i would think the way i describe it blue or white is proactive control blue is reactive control and i a hundred percent agree i think that's why i think it's it is more i think just control fits it better because the, the the second something someone wants to do something blue is is getting in the way in some manner right exactly you got your counter spells you got your bouncing things back to hand you got your um like occasionally they've got like you can pay extra mana that's more so in white but it, blue still has it you have draws tons of draw spells yeah tons of cantrips tons of one mana ops and scries and ponders and things like that it's really you're, good you're if you're even... really looking for that exact thing you need yeah you're controlling your own deck with with all the scry and drawing and everything like you are it's not just what other people are doing you are you are sculpting the way you want to play with blue and you're also kind of sculpting how other people are playing around you exactly i get i get why (laughs) people are drawn to it but everyone's always drawn to the dark side like it wouldn't be the dark side if it weren't tempting oh sure which is funny blue is the dark side yeah, I know. <laughs> Other than black. <laughs> there is a red and a black in this de- in this in this game and blue is the dark side. Yeah. Blue Stand is also really <laughs> blue is also really good if you want to play lots of artifacts. There's tons oh, of yeah. just there's tons of non-equipment artifact support in blue. You know, you have cards like Urza, Emery, uh tons of other cards. Also really good for mill. I know we've talked about mill to the max on this mm-hmm. to, on this podcast. But you got cards like Bruvac, Tasha's Hitting, Laughter, tons of really good mill. I I mean, yeah, if you if you want to do mill, absolutely. Blue is your go-to. Yep. And again, not to get too into color pairings, but I would say mill, definitely blue-black if you want to do, do more than mono-blue. Absolutely. When it comes to blue, I mean, everyone kind of knows that there's these ways to typically play. I am a fan of when people bring something new to blue so for example there's tons of new ways to play blue one of the people that we play on the discord um sean he's, he's been on the discord he's been in the podcast right the guy who joined us for uh fringe commanders mm-hmm. he has a Psy master thopter deck mm-hmm. and that deck is so much fun to play against because you have no idea what to expect i mean he's just pumping thopters yeah and you're like turn turn six he's got 22 thopters on the board and you're like what do you what the heck do i do against that and it just it's fun because it's so different from whatever other blue cards typically do yeah you know i really i've really wanted to build a talran deck but that just i mean thinking about it that basically is just a typical blue cantrip deck yeah you know what i mean there's nothing really unique about it it's just like every other blue yeah if only they made lab maniac 
a legendary creature. <laughs> I, <laughs> just yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I think, and we don't have to get into the stigma of blue too much, but I think what blue has going for it in terms of having a stigma is it's just been so efficient at doing things that are so horribly in your favor for so long. Like that has mm-hmm. been, it's, and, and at very little cost to you, sometimes no cost to you. Yeah. Like it's, there are so many like cards that you can say that make people groan, Ristic Study being one of them that Blue has. And it's, it's, a, it's definitely got a lot of really effective strategies. And I, I guess in terms of, since I'm playing, it's never felt, Blue has never felt like it needed help, right? Sure. White needed some love and has been getting it, so it's obviously getting better. Blue, I feel like Blue has always been getting love. And So what you'll see, Tim, is colors in Magic actually kind of are like a sinusoidal wave, mm-hmm. right? A, a bit ago, white was the color. Maybe not in Commander, but like in Standard. Yeah. Right? And so Simic was weak. And then they, you know, it takes two to three years to design and build and print and play a set. And so you'll see this delay where everyone's like, ah, oh, everyone, uh, red and black suck right now. Yeah. Two to three years later, we're going to get some good red and black cards. We're think, in the we're in the uptick of white right now. Well, I th- and I think I definitely agree, like I, I agree with you. But blue's but always I feel been like good. that doesn't that <laughs> doesn't fit commander though because yeah. like it's got literally every card ever. So like every time something gets an uptick, it just stays there. There's exactly. No, like, There's no rotation. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the problem with commander. I mean, that's the good thing about commander, but it's also the problem about commander. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's you know once a card is published, it's there forever. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no sinusoidal for it's kind of like, you know, it's it's, you know, as one skyscraper goes taller, the others try to catch up to it. Yeah. And I'm glad that we but they're still tall. Exactly. You're not you're not knocking down. It's not rampage. You're not knocking floors of the skyscraper down. Yeah. Like you would in Godzilla, I guess. I don't know. Or or rampage the game that you mentioned. Or the the exact game that I literally just mentioned. (laughs) You had to think about it. You're like. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's been a long day. Yeah. All right, just to wrap up blue Tim. Uh same question as white. Someone comes to you and says, "I really want to play X. You're going to recommend them blue. What is X? What are they what do you what are they asking to play?" I think I think you hit the nail on the head with if you like reactionary play, absolutely blue. Like put blue somewhere in your deck because even if it's not the main focus, it's it it opens up the ability to just have the the fun blue stuff that there is in commander and then just have it in there just to have you know like yep. it's not the main focus of your deck to throw counter spells in there but you can you can you can throw them in there yep definitely do blue if you like artifacts like just in general <laughs> like i know there's you know artifacts in every color but blue is definitely more tailored towards using them yes uh, except for like equipment i would say equipment not so much I challenge so, someone to build an equip a blue equipment deck. I would love to see it. I'm sure you can because there's plenty of colorless equipment, right? Yeah. But a lot of there's not a lot of. Um, I guess when you go equipment, you're expecting to go combat, and blue is not really using artifacts for combat as much. A yeah. lot of times, it's just all your artifacts can now pay for some other things. Yeah. You know, if I see blue, I'm expecting a Dark Steel Forge Nev's disc on the board. 
and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. You play blue if you want to play the game wrong. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love our blue players. I, I'm very deeply aware of my hypocrisy because a lot of the decks I've built recently have had blue in them. So roast me, I don't care. <laughs> Tim, we're going to have an entire... Honestly, at the end of the season, we should have the roast of Chris and Tim and bring back oh, all God. of our guests that's ever been why on the would, podcast. No, why would I want someone to roast me? Because it's funny. <laughs> to, to them? <laughs> Tim, self... Self-insulting is very good for the soul. Yeah, I can say it. You can't. <laughs> Fine, we'll do self-roasting. Okay. <laughs> Just have an episode of us insulting ourselves. Yeah, but if I hear you even say one, yeah, when I say something, well, I'm out. I'm dumb and ugly. No, I'm <laughs> dumb and ugly. <laughs> That's going to be an amazing episode. Okay, moving on. We're going to black next. Mm-hmm. When I think of black, I think of Nurgle from Warhammer. Uh... I take you've never played Warhammer. Yeah, you're going to need to be less of a nerd, Chris. I know that's hard to do uh, on a Magic the Gathering. All right. The name Nurgle is, I'm sure it's from Warhammer originally, but it's from something else that, like, I can't, all I can hear is someone going, Nurgle! What? <laughs> is it from Futurama? Warhammer came up before Futurama, my dude. I literally said that, Chris. I know. If you were paying attention. But I'm saying that's not what I have in my head. Oh, and, okay. Then I, I have no idea what you're <laughs> talking about. If you want to Google after this episode is done, Nurgle, be my guest. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna send it to you at 3 a.m. I will be asleep and not open it. I'll send it a bajillion times. Okay, that's fine. Then you can answer to Evie. That's fine. <laughs> Black, we've said it multiple times, black is the color that you hurt yourself if you want to hurt your opponents more. Yeah. Right? In black... I don't know how to put that into a word, though. Pestilence. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. Pestilence. Yeah. Disease. Yeah. I mean, all the... I mean, the the color of black, The it's a swamp. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, everything's dark and decrepit and decaying and gross and stuff like that. But in that, which is really interesting, is life. So, Papa Nurgle from Warhammer is like he's the god of growth mm-hmm. right i mean there's tons of decaying but living things in black you got rats zombies vampires skeletons tons of reanimated creatures you know as much as black is about death it's also about life yeah how deep it's a, is that it's a, it's a fun juxtaposition it is of you know you can't have life without death and black, the color, makes you think that inside of Magic the Gathering, you know? It does. I honestly, every time I kill an opponent's creature and get it back with a black deck, it really, it hits home. Mm-hmm. What is mm-hmm. this mortal coil that we call life? What What's the point? What are we doing? You know? if, is is our current life just a stop on the, on the highway of existence? Yeah. You play black if you really want to think. Ugh. I was just alone with my thoughts for a second, and that was pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> all right so moving on <laughs> now that we got oh, deep i um black is is the color that when i started playing i thought was going to be my favorite and i definitely think it is still but i you... thought i was going to be making like a deck that had black in it like like every deck i was going to make had, would have black in it and that definitely didn't end up being the case but i yeah. i love that sort of play style of like making making minions raising minions from the dead you know mm-hmm. like i will you know sacrifice this one creature i have but i'll make a zombie out of it 
and then that gives me cool benefits. Like I really like that. My my zombie deck is one of my favorite decks to play, and there's a lot of that in there where it's like, hey, sack this, but then you get two zombies. I mean, how many times have I taken myself to zero life with Necropotence? You've gone beyond zero life. I go to negative ninety yeah. life. Yeah. If you got uh, the one that prevents you from getting counters, yeah. I know it's nice. <laughs> you, just, you just draw your whole deck because why not? Yeah. <laughs> that is, I think it's it's funny because you're you're using a combination of hurting yourself to hurt others, that play style, and then the balancing play style, but only to your game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to no one else's game. Exactly. It's great. No one gets counters, especially yeah. me. Yeah, yeah right. no one gets <laughs> and that doesn't matter to anyone. But great, me. It's, so. it's it's a funny interaction. I hate that deck. I love that and deck, man. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this or not. I think it was EDH Rec had an amazing, an absolutely amazing April Fool's prank. So they made a website that said we now have a deck power calculator. Oh, and so you linked your deck. And it did this, like, you put, like, a link to, like, Tapped Out or Moxfield or whatever, and then you'd hit Go, and you'd get this little bar scrolling across the bottom that's, like, analyzing creatures, analyzing tutors, analyzing lands, and then it would pop up with a rating. Every single time, it was just, this deck is a 7. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Every deck. I didn't know which way they were going to go with it, like, like just being completely bad, like, random or just all of it's seven that's really yeah. funny so, i mean they got me right like i i should have i should have known i put my lich deck in there just out of curiosity and it spits out this deck's a seven i was like wait a minute <laughs> and then i, I, I put, put a, a lot of time <laughs> into making this horrible exactly so i was like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna run it again and so i ran the lich deck again to see if it gave me a different number it gave me a seven again i was like huh am i bad at deck making and then i put in like warp and that gave me a seven and i was like all right all right, you got you got me. I typed in Google.com. That's a seven. Oh, you just put in Google. I just literally put in Google, and Google is a seven out of ten deck. Well, it probably is. Yeah, they got me good. They got me good. Good job, EDHREC. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't I didn't see that or anything. That's that's pretty cool. I like that. So black. Yeah. Uh, lots of I really like black. Like you said, I really like this color. A lot of my decks have black in it. I would say that it's my most played color. I, th- I think me as well. Yeah. If I could put Meat Hook Massacre into every deck, I would be the happy happiest boy alive. Because yeah. Meat Hook Massacre exemplifies everything that is black. Mm-hmm. Right? It has a board wipe, like a Toxic Deluge. It's got the minus X, minus X. It, it's not even a destroy like white would normally be. It's a minus X, minus X. It also has benefit whenever... One of your creatures dies in the fact of draining each of your opponents for one life or getting you a benefit whenever your opponent's creatures dies by you gaining a life. And so it just it's perfectly exemplifying everything that black wants to do. Kill your own creatures to win the game. Board wipe. Right. And this is a permanent enchantment. Once you play it, it stays on the battlefield. Great card. I I cannot sing the praises of this card enough. He really can't because he has not stopped. Ever since it came out, <laughs> I, I I I'm gonna build a shrine to this card. We should rename we should rename this podcast the Meat Hook Massacre Podcast. That would have been a good April Fool's joke. People <laughs> probably would have bought it too. <laughs> probably. So yeah, I mean that's black. There's not too much to really talk about black. It's just if you want to make zombies and you want to kill your own zombies to then make more zombies to then kill your opponents with more zombies by killing your zombies, black's the color for you. 
I would say probably the the least convoluted, like a little less convoluted than than how you explained it right there. A really good strategy to do in black if you like if you like this strategy, reanimator. Yeah. Black is there's got to be black somewhere, right? Black black does have a ton of graveyard shenanigans you can pull off. Lots of dredge, yeah. lots of recursion from the graveyard. You know, reanimate dead, like you said, animate dead. They really yeah. like they're dead. The, yeah, they're they're all about death. Yeah, but also life. I'll be back on this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving on to what is it? Wuber red. Red. Red is chaos. Um, I would put red as. It is chaos. I would probably describe it as aggression. Just unbridled rage and aggression. Red is the meathead at the gym who just took their pre-workout protein shake. They snorted it. They snorted it. Yeah, they don't even drink it with water. It's just straight dry spooning. Straight to the brain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing Nothing like 80, 80 grams of caffeine straight to the cardiovascular system. It, def- it definitely is chaos. It's aggressive I, I chaos. It's aggression. It's it's yeah. And I think chaos in its in its own way is kind of a form of aggression. It's like like let's talk about you know chaos warp. It is preventing someone from doing something in the most chaotic way possible, and it's like fairly cheap to cast. And it's just like, hey man, I know I don't want this, and I don't know what's gonna come out of it if if I do this. But that's the unknown is better than the known. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times though that I've played Chaos Warp and they got something better. Like on yourself? No. Well, I have played it on myself before. Like I have like with Wart Chaos Warped a goblin into mm-hmm. like I don't know Cryptolith right or something like that. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's, that, that's what it, like Chaos. It's it could be anything. I would probably put Chaos more as a descriptor of red black, like Rakdos. Honestly, Chaos is more red blue. You think? Yeah. Rakdos is, that's like, I would put red black as like evil, like, like chaotic evil. Yeah, definitely chaotic evil. But red I mean, blue evil. is the quintessential chaos deck colors. So like, like, like what commander would you pick for? For a chaos deck? Usury is a lot of fun. That's the new one for Modern Horizons 2. That's the one that lets you flip a number between one and five. Okay. Right. But you have cards like Quark the Thumbless, Stitch in Time squeeze revenge tons of coin flip which is a lot of fun yeah i guess i'm thinking black red black is um chaos because of like my rakdos deck it's very it's very chaotic you literally have no idea what's gonna happen and like part of the deck is either increasing putting some order to the chaos or just making it happen more often because chaos you're more likely to get something you want out of this chaos if you keep trying that's true yeah i guess with is it it's just chaos for the sake of chaos yeah that you hope that you can fight your way through anyway so red yeah just um, just mono red just mono red red is burn red is i'm gonna swing at you in your face and spend a lot of mana to do it red is i'm gonna Mm -hmm. buff up my spells to make them do more damage red is i'm gonna put six thousand goblins on the battlefield and attack you with them I've and, described red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> There's actually some pretty good artifact love in red, too, with cards like, mm-hmm. you know, Matt, red does a lot of treasure generation. Mm-hmm. Red has some really good commanders for artifacts like the ready. But red, red also red has awesome dragons. Red has awesome dinosaurs. Red has a, a lot of good equipment love. 
you know, I would definitely put that up there, that color. If you're doing mono red and equipment, I think there's a lot of good stuff you can get out of it. I I think we keep we keep dancing around the subject. In my opinion, probably the best or at least the the most common equipment is white red. Yes. It's just Boros is the equipment color and it has been for a long time. Yep. Man, I really got to build this Norn deck I have on Tabletop Simulator. That's that, definitely chaos. That's a fun deck though. That that deck, I mean, it's another Big Daddy P deck, but it is fun. Yeah, which is like it's at least doing it in, in a more interesting way, but then that is that is your win con. Like not always, no. It is a win con, but it's not the win con. It's not the only win con. All right, well, we can talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to better. I don't want to bicker about about Norn. We should have an episode yeah. where we go through the Norn deck because it is fascinating. Anyway, so red, Tim. I really want to build a dex of X. What is that X? I would say a beater deck. I think. Really? Or maybe not beaten. Not like a big beefy beater, but like small fast beaters, like haste. Hasty aggression, okay. low mana, but also low power toughness. Either that or spell slinging. Red's got a lot of decent spell slinging. You are making some interesting statements right now. <laughs> okay. I really don't know what I would have someone. If someone approached me and said, I want to build a goblin deck, it's just, that's obvious. You go, you know, red. So X could be goblin. And um, is, is that not low mana, low power? So the goblins themselves, some goblins can be pretty expensive. Some of them, but I think a lot, a big thing about red and goblins is making just a crap ton of goblins, you yes. know, like that is a very common goblin strategy. Yes. I think <clears throat> for red, if someone says I want to attack and I don't care who knows it, I suggest red, right? Because of all the extra combat abilities and all of the goading and the haste, like you said, mm-hmm. and tons of fun cards that let you continue to attack with extra creatures, lots of extra combat cards. Red is I want to swing and I don't, I don't care who at I'm swinging the Babe Ruth of colors. Yeah. I guess if I could amend my comment about the spell slinging, I think if you want to do a spell slinging deck, the color you need to have is red. It probably needs something else in there to add to it. But if you think every time I think of, pay x to do x amount of damage usually that's a a red card not always but usually and on top of that there's a ton of red cards that give you a crap ton of mana Mm -hmm. just by doing that like um reds have a lot uh, red has a lot of cantrips jessica's will seething song exactly and and those are the ones I'm, i'm thinking of like so maybe red mono red spell slinging isn't itself a thing but adding red to a spell slinging deck i think opens up a lot of different possibilities i agree so our final color is green mm-hmm. the color of growth mm-hmm. honestly Ram. green <laughs> I, I was gonna go into this long diatribe about how green is just the color of of beauty and fauna and you know becoming your full potential and ramp <laughs> Tim, if you could describe green in one in one word, what would it be? Ramp. <laughs> it's <laughs> ramp is not the only thing that green does well. Ramp is probably, in my opinion, the best thing that green does well. Okay, I don't have much to add to that. I yeah. think I think I mean if you're ramping, permanent ramp is in green. Obviously, there's yeah. the only other cards that do any kind of ramp really are your 
balancing taxing cards in white mm-hmm. and maybe some cards in blue. And a lot of times the ones in white require you to be catching up. Yes. Green gives no craps. Green yep. is you are ramping. Yep. That is what's happening. I guess that's wrong too. We have Cabal Coffers and Cabal Stronghold and cards like that and Basalt Monolith and things like that and the rocks that are in every color. But not every not everything has a uh what's it called? The three visits. Three visits. Okay. Not everyone has a harrow. Not everyone has permanent ramp like that. Yeah. It's definitely land ramp, I would say. Is it's it's well, it's land ramp and then dork ramp as well. I think there's a lot of green dork ramp. A lot of green dorks. And you use those dorks to make big, beefy stuff. Yes. That big. That, that would be my, my, the second thing that green does very well is putting out big, beefy beaters. Beef. Yeah. Lots green of, is Arby's. Lots. They have the beef. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That's, this is a good, this is a good topic. Tim, I only eat at X. What <laughs> color should I play? Okay, Arby's uh, is green. They have the beef. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you can slice up a, a galt of primal hunger and get a lot of roast beef out of that. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you that. Black, if you eat, you only eat in the sewer. Okay. <laughs> or or a graveyard, like a. <laughs> if you're only eating things that are all like decaying and death. Who? What? <laughs> For black. Yes, I get that, but there's no actual zombies. Yes, I get it, but there's no restaurant named Decayingville. That's the joke, Chris. (laughs) Sewer. Why don't you say something like McDonald's? Because McDonald's is garbage. It's not. It's not death and decay. It's just crap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're an owner of McDonald's, I'm sorry. I'm not. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) Red. I was gonna go Taco Bell because it burns you in and it burns you out. That is true. <laughs> it definitely, yeah. Yeah. If you only eat and Taco it's Bell, just as fast as it exactly, can. exactly. If you're eating, if you're, but it's delicious. <laughs> this taco had haste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God that taco had trample. Oh yeah, <laughs> trampled already. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Green is Arby's. Red is Taco Bell. Blue is Starbucks. Um. Uh, show your work they're pretentious mm, okay fair enough <laughs> then, then then you i would say blue is like a not starbucks like a like a local coffee shop Oh, okay like the the local okay. coffee shop that only does the 800 dollar french press mm-hmm. that is like more exclusive their coffee only comes out of the bags of a of a burrow hand delivered we to them we imported these beans straight from guatemala guatemala no Duncan here. Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. Its its name okay. is something cheesy, like some pun on coffee. Like yeah, like, like uh, like bean me up, Scotty. Bean me up. Yeah, that's right. That's good. <laughs> bean <laughs> me up. Did we just invent a coffee place? <laughs> We're about to open up our own coffee shop. Our board game coffee shop named Bean Me Up. <laughs> so good. Hold on. TM. 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 Trademark it. Trademark it. <laughs> All right. So we got those three. Black. We've really got to come up with a restaurant for black. I'm, I'm the Chum the Bucket. <laughs> if you exclusively eat at the Chum Bucket, we got to get a SpongeBob reference in. Um, I guess we do. Yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, white. If you eat only at your mother's house because she's an amazing cook. Um, for white. Yeah. Or Five I Guys. I don't know. Because Five Guys is worth it, but it sure is expensive. 
I'm trying to think of like a place where everyone gets the same thing. Yeah, McDonald's. Right? No, I mean, but like five or White Castle. White Castle, I think, has the same thing with Taco Bell. Like it's in and it's out. Mm. But it is. It does have white in the name. But I don't think we can just. That's too easy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we won't do. <laughs> I, I don't know. What's like a What's like a place where like a like a school cafeteria like where everyone gets the same like crappy spaghetti. That Salad they, works. Like, Salad works, yeah. Zoop. Like it's everyone gets the same thing, right? Yeah. Like it's you there is one set menu, one item on it, you walk up, you show your tray, they dump slop on it, you move on, you get your carton of milk. Papa John's. Papa John's. <laughs> eh, yeah, that's, that's closer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. There's our five restaurants. White is Papa John's, blue is Bean Me Up Bean Me Up Scotty. Black is <laughs> yeah. the chum bucket. Red is Taco, Taco Bell, Bell and green is Arby's. That's yeah. that's everything you guys need to know about these colors. Yeah. That was the worst tangent I think, tangent I think we've ever gone we on. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore everything that we've said up to this point. Just listen to our restaurants. Yeah. Okay, Tim. So the colors. <laughs> so why don't we just do some quick color pairs? Yeah, I think I think um, I think we do a disservice if we rushed too much so i think we just kind of want to talk quickly about each of the the color pairings Mm -hmm. and kind of the decks that we are like the word that we really mostly associate with that color pairing yeah and i'd say we stop at just the pairs like i don't think we need to go into the three colors or four colors i agree we have to save that for a different day yeah so first pair azorius uh fart sound (laughs) azorius is white (laughs) and blue that is as controlly as you can get it's it's the most controlly control. Yep, that's if you want to play your typical stacks. Mm-hmm. This is where the monsters live. You would think it'd be nice because it's two happy, bright colors, but no. It's dark. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark and desolate, and no one likes you when you're there. <laughs> this is the this is the color pair that it's like, hey, I didn't get the counter that. Let me destroy it. Yeah, <laughs> like oh darn, I don't have any counter spells in hand, but I do have three versions of Path to Exile. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, did did you just play a card? Let me draw seven. Yeah. Oh, did I just make infinite mana and draw my whole deck? We're too mean on Azorius. I mean, literally, it's the it's the, 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 the school, not school, but it's the um, guild of, like, law and order, right? This is if you yeah. want to play, like, your sphinxes, your bunnies, because a queen. It, it is, but then they they seem innocuous, but then they're just really not. Like, you're... Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, well, with queen, tap him, everyone draws, but then... Because it's blue and white and they can't help themselves, no one else is allowed to draw. Or if they do draw, you draw as well as when they all draw. So you're drawing four times and everyone else is drawing once. Tim, why would I ever build a deck that doesn't net me some advantage? I'm not saying that you should build a deck that makes it harder. Actually, you know what? You should make a deck that just hurts. Like, there is no upside. (laughs) You're playing. That's called like, group with hug, your hands dude. tied behind your back, and there's no key. <laughs> that's. I'm pretty sure that's group hug. Yeah. So yeah. you build a group hug deck. You heard it here first. I the 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 annoyance comes because Azorius' advantage is really forcing everyone to be disadvantaged in in some of the harder ways to mm-hmm. deal with and more yep. annoying ways to deal with. Yeah. I mean, Teferi is the perfect planeswalker for this color pair. Exactly. Yeah. You know. If you really like the Planeswalker to Fairy, play Azorius. Mm-hmm. Next up is Demir, blue and black. I actually, I, I gotta say, I do like Demir. You I, do really like Demir, I, which blue. is it's 
crazy to me because you're like, hey, let's just uh, get rid of, let's just get rid of the white, replace it with black. Instead of taxing, we'll just kill it another way. And you're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of a lot of the times that they're still like detriment to you and i like what i like what black does in general black is is definitely like my favorite color and then there's just so many cool creatures and stuff that come with the demir color and i think that's what draws me in a lot of times like demir is is the cool like in my opinion one of the cooler color pairings right you're such an edge lord i really am like <laughs> Rar XD, like let me. <laughs> I, you got, you really got to stop wearing all that black eyeshadow. I, you can't make me. My chemical you're romance my, doesn't really tour much, Tim. You're not my real dad. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just your co-host slash business partner. Yeah, you're my work dad. I'm your work dad. <laughs> Demir is your color. If you want to play rogues, you want to do mm-hmm. mill. You want to play stealthy, creepy Ashiok. Honestly, Ashiok to me is the quintessential black. Demir Planeswalker. Yeah. She very much embodies that color pairing. Yep. Moving on to the next ally pair, we got Rakdos, black-red. I like Rakdos, and I like the commanders that come out of it. I don't like the state. Rakdos is tough to play, I feel like. I I like my Anya deck. Black-red is very good if you want to mill. Not mill, I'm sorry, wheel. Black red is yeah, really wheel, good yeah. for wheeling. Which is kind of a form of chaos. Like you yeah. you're getting rid of your whole hand to potentially get either a better or worse hand, you know? There's I mean there's madness right in the name for Anya. Exactly. An- Anya, Anya. Anya. I say Anya. Mm-hmm. Anya? I don't even know. I think An- it's probably Anya. Annie. If I had We're just guess. gonna go Annie. Annie. Yeah, let's do Annie. Let's just call her Annie. Um, like I mean it, it's madness. It's it's in the name. Like you are you're discarding a card. To then draw a card and getting like you can then play that card, you yeah. know, like it's it's pretty chaotic. Yeah, I like Rakdos, but you're right in terms of colors at this current state, it could use a little bit of help, I think. But there it's, are some really good color pair, uh, really good commanders for Rakdos. Grenzo, Prosper, Tomebound for your exiling abilities mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, he um, was a really cool one. He just he just got asked, added in uh, Adventures, right? Uh, he was one of the commander decks. From a- I mean. Yeah, he was a was commander it? deck from AFR. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the new vampire, Streffen. Oh, he, he he seemed good, especially if you're trying to do blood. Yeah. Like blood token. Oh, yeah. I think he he's a really cool. I really like Anya. Yeah. She is okay. And the new Annie's also pretty good, like the one that just, yeah. they just came out with. Yeah. I like the new Annie, too. But honestly, if you want to play demons, you want to play devils, you want to play a lot of graveyard shenanigans, a lot of hand movement and interaction, Rakdos is a good color pair. Yep. Totally agree. Next ally colored pair is Gruel. Red and green. Gruel checks all my boxes. I don't know why I, you don't have a Gruel deck yet. I It checks all my boxes, but I don't ever feel drawn to build just a Gruel deck, you know? Gruel kind of just does everything half. You can ramp, but what are you going to do with that ramp? You can play big, mm-hmm. splashy spells, but you, don't, you need to ramp to get that mana, right? Like, Gruel... There's two big ways I think you can do Gruel. Fight or Landfall. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're playing Gruel, you're, you're I don't know, I really like a card like Ruik Thar because it kind of goes against the whole idea of of, a, of red decks, mm-hmm. right? Or green decks. It's, it's a tax, that's a taxing card, which is fun. Yeah. 
the uh, word that comes to mind when I think of gruel is like rampage. Yeah. Like it's just unbridled anger. Like I know I said that about red, but like then green just the fact that everything's huge now just kind of like adds to it. Spices you know? it up. Yeah. I really like my work deck. Your work deck is fun and it's it is not I think like your typical gruel deck. A lot of gruel I think is like getting a lot of mana to then put out the biggest creatures you can imagine. Exactly. And mine is a little different. It's about putting about putting out a ton of little goblins to then supercharge one spell to kill the whole board. So I think mm-hmm. gruel has a lot of flexibility in which I think of all the colors, gruel almost feels like the color pair that kind of gives you the most flexibility to do what you want. There's all kinds of different ways to build gruel, you know? Yeah, I I think you're right. And I think because in no small part that's due to the fact that you can just ramp out the wazoo. Exactly. Yeah. And then choose what you want to do from there. Yeah. Most of the time it's combat, but then you also have taxing and spellslinging and things like that. Yeah. All right. The last ally color pair is Selesnia. White green. Artifacts. I'm sorry. Ally. Okay. Ally. Enchant. This one's enchantments. Um, Enchantments and humans. Enchantments and humans. If you want to build a human deck, you want to build an elf deck. You want to build a counter deck. This is really good for counters. Plus um, one, plus one counters, not counter spells. Correct. Plus one, plus one counters. Yeah. I have a Sithis deck. She is awesome. I am playing and drawing so many cards a turn. I mean, it's yeah. an enchant- enchantress deck, but I I really like it. My One mm-hmm. of our friends has a wrist deck, Wrist the Redeemed. That deck can pop off on turn three. Yeah. You ever seen you ever seen a, a, a Crater Hoof Behemoth dropped on turn three, Tim? It's not fun. Yeah, I, I don't want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> but there's just there's so much that you can do in green and white, which is kind of funny that they put out a a commander around um, or a legendary creature around sagas in green and white. Because to me, sagas are like the one thing green and like green and white kind of lack. All of them are like common or uncommon. Yeah, well, that's fair. I don't know. I guess I don't know how strong all of them are, but there's a couple strong ones. There's a new mythic green one, but yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. But yeah, yeah it's I green. Mean, it's it's Lesnia. You're ramping. You're ramping, and ramping the white's in, keeping you protected. Ramping and enchanting. Ramp like, enchant. Mm, that's, that's a motto right there. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, not much else going on that I can <laughs> really think of. Again, other than like humans, like you said, there's a lot of good uh, Lesnia humans, but. There's a lot of also good humans in other colors as well. I mean, this like is not... this is the quintessential human token colors. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, what do you say we move on to the enemy pairs? The first one is Orzov, white, black. I think Orzov is really neat. I think there's a lot of cool things that Orzov does, especially like aristocrats and like sacrificing and stuff like that. Like, it's I think it's pretty cool because you take all of the like we were saying before, you take all of the benefits you get in terms of doing stuff to yourself in black, and then there's a lot of white to help you balance it out and like have yeah. it not be as, as terrible, you know? Well, not terrible, but like yeah. as, as detrimental. I think that Wizards nailed this color pair with a mechanic that they have made. Yeah. And that mechanic is extort. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is yep. the perfect, absolutely perfect mechanic. I wish... I don't think we're going to see much more extort in the future, but I love the extort mechanic. It's pretty strong, so I don't I don't know how much they'll they'll do it. I really doubt we're going to see much extort. But it is. I think you're right. It, they they definitely it fits Orzhov so well. Yep. Taxing, you're healing, 
you're paying extra from when you play your creatures to tax. It's just, oh, it's so good. There's like so much everything like you pay X life to do this, but then now all of your creatures have life gain. So it doesn't even matter. Exactly. I, I like Orzhov, like you said, a lot of really fun things you can do in Orzhov as well, because they, they're, they've thought up of all different kinds of legendary creatures that do different things, which is cool. What would you recommend? Like someone says, I want to play X. What makes you want to play Orzhov? Um, I think aristocrats. Okay. I could see that. Or a lot like, like there's just so much good sacrifice benefit in black and white that it's, it's just such a strong next to extort. I think like sacrifice aristocrat is probably the strongest part about Orzov. Yeah. I mean, Tessa Karlov exists. Yeah. Quintessential. You know, quintessential. Tessa Karlov. Yep. All right. Next enemy pair is, is it red blue? This is, is the this is my spell slinger deck. Is it bad? <laughs> to is it um, is it to me is a spell slinging color. This is what I yeah. think of when I hear spell slinger. You want to cast a ton of abilities. You want to cast a ton of spells. You want a big dragon that's going to draw cards. This is the color for you. I think Nevmizit is is a great example of what is it does. It's do a damage, draw a card, and then, you know, pay, or sorry, pay a mana, do a damage, draw a card. Like, it's yep. so good. Or every time you draw a card, do one damage. What does blue have, have a lot of? Card draw. What does red like to do? Hurt you with little tiny pin pinpricks. Like, it's exactly death by a thousand cuts because you're drawing cards. Yep. If someone says, I want to feel like Harry Potter, I recommend <laughs> them, is it? Just, it just I think it really, fits it well. I think a really cool deck that i i saw a lot of when it came out but i haven't heard too much about recently is veyran voice of duality yeah i haven't heard much about him either he he looked really cool so i don't know if maybe people played him and it came like it came about that he's not that strong but he seemed really good oh he's literally the number two built is it commander so we just don't have someone in our group who plays him but i haven't seen like a lot of like i guess i'm just going off of what i see on like reddit you know and like on the internet and twitter the problem with somebody like Veyran is I feel like he's figured out. Oh, yeah. He's got a very clear, defined path exactly. to victory. Which is very different from most other, to me, most other is it Because I feel like most is it you can build a bunch of different ways. That's fair. Yeah. I think just with him, there's a ton of decks on him because people know how to play him. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Our next enemy pair is Golgari. Green, black. My favorite color pair. You jerk. I was just about to say that. Ha! <laughs> i yeah, feel like no, nah, dude demir is your favorite color pair i have more black green combos than i have blue black combos do you i just built demir more recently well <laughs> your your zombie deck has no green Breya has no green yeah i guess she's she red. blue black okay that's two your dragon's five color yeah so count it <laughs> um moldrotha is blue Moldrotha. black green so that's a wash black, yeah corvold corvold is Jund. Okay, so it's two to one right now. Oh, <laughs> I need to remember which decks I have. I think you actually like Demir more. I, I like how you're trying to tell me my own opinion. I'm only going off of the decks you play and have built. Tim, you're secretly a blue. Mm-hmm. He's Guys, anyone still listening to this episode, he is frantically typing in his password right now to go look at Tapped Out to see his decks. Frantically? You were frantic. <laughs> <laughs> he is looking at all of his decks right now trying to figure out color balancing 
I'm watching this unfold, guys. This is I'm watching this unfold live. Tim is learning. He builds more blue than green. Oh, I definitely build more blue than green. There is there is black in all of my decks. Well, not all of them, but like okay. a majority. I'll, yes, of my black decks. black is a hundred percent your favorite color. Yeah. The question is: um, Is blue or green are popular after that? Of decks that I total decks that I've built, it is blue. <laughs> You're a Demir boy. At least at least in terms of like decks that I've built and then also bought. Oh sure, I, I design plenty. decks all the time. Yeah, yeah. L- look at that. We got a Demir boy. I still like Golgari. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I mean, think about all the Golgari decks I have. I got Chatterfang. I got Nethroi. I know that's not Golgari, but it's, you know, whatever. Yarok. Demir. Well, it's got Demir in it. Yeah, it's got Demir in it. Anyway, we like Golgir. We like Lich's Esper. We like Golgari. Yeah. I love this color pair. This color pair is perfect. It's, to me, the perfect pairing because it's about growth and destruction Mm -hmm. and squirrels. As of recently, yeah. Yeah. I need more squirrels. If there are more squirrels printed in our life, I will be happy. Great, great color for sapperlings. So if you want to build a bunch of like, like spores, you want to build mushroom people. I don't know. I mean, I, I really like Golgari. I know you really like Golgari. Great for poison. Great for death touch. Great for things like that. You want to build frogs. Great color pairing for frogs. Yeah. Go get that go get that get rug monster. If you want to build extremely complicated decks that maybe will let you win the game after cycling your deck two hundred and forty seven times, get rug monster is the deck for you. Yeah. If you yeah. want that potential where even if you do that, you still might not win, definitely get rug <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you you're like, oh wait, I missed a step. I guess I lose now. <laughs> yes. Get rug is the answer. Yeah. So for all of our um, Golgari commander lovers out there, let us know. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of good, like we said it before with black, but definitely with Golgari, there's a lot of good graveyard recursion. Oh yeah, like, very good graveyard. There's there's also just like a de- there's a decent amount of life gain in blue and or black green as well. That was purely from the introduction of Strixhaven. Well, Nethroi. Well, I guess, but he's white. Yeah. Yeah, the Strixhaven school that I cannot remember the name of right now. Witherbloom. Witherbloom, thank you. Witherbloom was the big one to introduce life gain for Golgari colors. Hmm. Before, it was okay. pretty much just death touch taxing. Okay. Yeah, Nethroi only has life gain because he has the white on him. Hmm. Fair enough. I think I think definitely Graveyard is probably like, mm-hmm. if you want to build a Graveyard deck, I, and you're only doing two, two color, definitely Golgari. If you want to add an extra color in there, Saltai. Saltai is probably the best. Saltai or Jund, yeah. Or, or Jund too, yeah. All right, two more to go. We got Boros, white and red. We've kind of already talked about Boros. Equipment. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. It's a lot of equipment. A lot of equipment. I mean, there's some decent spell slinging in here, right? You have cards like, uh, there's only really a couple spell slingers, like Feather. Yeah. But also, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think there definitely is a lot of good spell slinging, but like Boros is about combat. Like, yeah, there's just it's that's that is your combat centric color. Yep, this is the I'm gonna smash you in the face. Mm-hmm. Either with like a giant hammer or someone who I just beefed the heck up and is now like a thirty thirty. I mean, even even in Boros, they have artifacts with the introduction of that that school from Strixhaven. But even then, it turns into sacrifice artifacts to do damage or sacrifice yeah. artifacts to buff up. You know. Yeah. So I did when the guy who came out that was like 
uh, what is he sacrifice an artifact and then create two token copies of it? Yeah, it's Osgear. He was one of Osgear. the uh, pre When Osgear came out, I heavily considered building him. Osgear is really good. He's a great yeah, commander. Tons of good artifact recursion for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine it, you know? Someone blows up your soul ring. Ha-ha! I have two now. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. All right. Last, last enemy pair is our everyone's favorite Simic. Blue, Simic. green. This is... You want to play like... I don't know. You want to play like some kind of Frankenstein's monster mash monster mashup deck. This is and the it color. It just pair. does a lot of things well. Like it does. This is if you want to. If this is the color pair that you want to play. If you want to go. You want to try to go infinite every game. Yeah. This is your Johnny deck color. Yeah. If you want to figure out a new combo or figure out a way to draw your whole deck or figure out a way to make a creature an island or something like that or you want to figure out a way to turn all of your creatures into serpents or frogs or put 97 plus one plus one counters on a creature you know because you're a johnny simic is your color sim yeah there's simic is just seems like opportunity like you create opportunity you you look for new opportunity like it's just it's a weird combination of just good stuff there's there's so much good stuff in simic it and that's that's honestly my problem with simic and why i have a Kraj deck i really don't play it much it's just mm-hmm. a it's a plus one plus one counter good stuff pile yeah it's just a good stuff pile. and like if you like that this is yeah. the, the color for you i mean don't um, get me wrong there are ways in Kraj to go infinite yeah you often do yeah but i just feel like i'm always playing i feel like when you build a simic deck it's very linear for what that deck is going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm building a Simic deck to like a Tatiova deck. It's a landfall deck. You know, I'm drawing cards. Yep. I'm playing yep. a Rixmithies. I'm trying to get him to be a big beefy creature very fast, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's like nothing to, to knock Simic, but like, it's definitely, it's like, it's, it's a lot of people's go-to. I feel like green, blue, there's just so many, so many good commanders with green, blue in them. And a lot of people lean on them because green and blue are pretty strong together. Absolutely. it's. I think it's the first color pair that players go to when they move away from just buying and upgrading pre-cons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the first one you're like, I'm going to try something new. And yeah. I recommend it. I mean, honestly, Simic, I recommend Simic to new players because it's it really teaches you some really neat interactions that you can pull off. And there's yeah. there's a decent number of options for how you can build these kinds of decks. And so you you're very flexible, but it has the base stuff. It has the ramp, it has the interaction, it has the counter spells. Yeah. And so you can still use those as your crutches while you're trying to I guess building a Simic deck to me is easy because you know half the cards you're going to put in that deck before you even start. Mm. You know what I mean? That, that wasn't the experience I had with it. <laughs> well, that's because you had probably had a hard time deciding where you wanted that deck to go. No, I sure did, Chris. Right. That's the problem. I, when you build a Simic deck, you need to know what you want that deck to do. Yeah, which I think I think Muldrotha needs a little bit of a tune-up. Maybe not a tune-up, but like maybe a, a modernization. Mm-hmm. Because first deck I ever built, and don't get me wrong, I heavily borrowed to create that. I would say like 99% of that was something I found on EDH Rec sure. out of another... Muldrotha deck, which I think most your first deck. Your first be. deck, a lot of times is. Yeah. So like, so I don't think it's a bad deck, 
but it's I you're you're absolutely right. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but everything looked cool. Yeah. So like so I just threw it in there. Exactly. And honestly, your Molly deck isn't that bad yet. Like it's it could there's obviously cards that have come out that it can be improved with, right? Like yeah. like I don't know why you haven't bought a your Euro deck or like Euro for that yet. Which one's Euro? That's one of the 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 god from oh what's it called the the escape the god, one like yeah the, the escape one does it isn't he banned no was he banned in standard yes I'm just thinking yes of... he was banned in standard okay is he is he soulty or is he just simic he is simic okay but he'd be amazing in the, your Bali deck you just play him every turn and get tons of land and draw yeah no you're definitely right I don't know why but I I kind of just thought he was banned even though even <laughs> we had a whole episode where we talked about the ban list yeah and even in my head I'm still like. Yeah, no, he's not allowed. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a decent number of cards that uh, you probably haven't put many updates in Sully or Molly. Oh, sorry. you know what? Ur- Uro was out when I built mm. uh, Maltrotha. Probably like forty, but bucks he at was the like time. thirty-five dollars yeah. or something like that. I mean, he's still sixteen bucks, but he's a great card. Oh yeah, yeah, sixteen. I would say is worth it. Yeah. All right, we have talked a lot about the color pairs. We've only talked about the mono and two color pairs. I think that two color pairs to me. Once you monocolor is tough to build. Two color pairs mm-hmm. are awesome to build. Three color, yeah. four color. That's where you start. I think getting lost in the weeds a little bit about what you want your deck to do. I think for new players, going to a two color deck is the best way to go to start. It's yeah. You can kind of pick the color that you want to play, and then find another color to help balance it out and take care of some of its downsides. And it just it makes it easier exactly it's a lot harder to get lost building a two color deck because you're you have an idea of what those two colors are going to want to do so great discussion today i think this Mm -hmm. has been a a good color discussion that hopefully people don't hate (laughs) hopefully not (laughs) maybe maybe i'm calling it now if we ever do a three color dibs on saltai fine you can have saltai honestly i don't even play saltai that much anymore you i mean you have your yarak deck and that's you don't really play it. No, I was and debating I taking I it apart. Another, do you have another salt? I don't think you do. No. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. All right, Tim. What's our anti-sponsor this week? Ugh. I don't know. Can it be lack of sleep? Gas prices. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's dumb because ninety percent of it is speculation. I mean, that's all. That's all gas, though. It's all futures. Yeah. And know? like, but that's I'm not dumb. an economist, but like, something ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> Some like something ain't right. Hey guys, so we think right. fuel might be more expensive in the future, so let's pay let's pay more money for it. it and it's for a self- everyone like <laughs> talking about like it's never been this expensive. It actually was more expensive back in like it was like two thousand eight or something. It was these prices minus all of the inflation that's happened. So if anything, it was worse. Tim, I need to paint a picture for you. I got my driver's license in two thousand and six. Do you know Yikes. how many times I had to steal, like, the gas from my dad's tractor to get my car to school every day? Boy, it was like... Did you really do that? Yes. <laughs> Dude, it was like four fifty. dollars I didn't know you grew up ga- on a farm. <laughs> well, whatever. And to siphon the gas out of my dad's tractor. Well, no, it was like the, 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 the gas container that he would put, like, you know, the red containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just go get a gallon so I could get to school and back because it would cost, like... Fifty dollars to fill my poor little Chevy Blazer up, and where the heck is a sixteen-year-old kid going to get fifty dollars for gas? Get a job, Chris. Stop buying avocado toast. What? <laughs> my studies were important, Tim. Yeah. 
gas is gas is shooting up. I mean, it's it's it- e- it's evening out, but it is. Woo. Watch by the time by the time this episode releases, gas prices will be back to normal. Yeah, <laughs> knowing our luck. I I guess I'll I'll do my bougie snooty nose in the air. I went to the supercharger today and spent twelve doll hairs to go from <sighs> fifty miles to two hundred and eighty. <laughs> my boy Tim has a Tesla. Sure does. Just in time too. Had no idea this was going to happen. I just like I knew I was wanted to get a Tesla, so I got one. And <laughs> then a few months later, gas prices skyrocket, and I'm sitting pretty. I'm here eating my rice because that's all I can afford. Tim's over there eating his steamed crabs on twelve dollars a fill up. Twelve dollars, dude. That's awesome. Like, that's, yeah. And on top of it, like when I'm charging at home, electric bill went up like maybe fifteen to twenty dollars a month. So a noticeable yeah. increase, but not not nearly as noticeable as filling up a gas tank. Correct. Yeah, that's true. But also, my car warms up in the winter. So does mine. Slower. You know what? You got me. Got him. <laughs> it takes slightly longer to get, to got get hot. So, yeah. The, I, I think what you were referencing is in, like, extreme temperatures. Yeah, mm. the Tesla's heat pipe apparently cannot keep up. Yeah. Uh, but we don't live there, so... Tim, I need you to move to Greenland for work. Yeah, or, like, the even, north even side. just, like, North Canada. Yeah. Like, apparently, they're, they've been struggling. I, I believe it. Yeah. All right. No, I'm good. So, yeah. Gas prices, we don't like you. Come back down. Heck off. Heck off. You have no room to talk. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Plug time. Tesla. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook. We are Casual Commander Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at EDH But Casual. You can find our merch store on our Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on Discord. We like to play games with our listeners and whatnot as well. And like to do deck discussions and things like that in Discord. You can find the link to that on the Facebook and Twitter. Finally, we have a Patreon if you want us to keep putting out terrible content like this. Talking about Tesla. You can if you can if you know help help support the podcast if you want. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash casual commander. And that does it for this week. This basically this episode just made me want to go design another deck. Yeah. Probably going to build a Golgari deck next. You really need to. You don't have... I have mine. What's your Golgari deck? Squirrels. Oh, uh, Chatterfang, yeah. Chatterfang. You got to... Do I don't know. What color... What color... I'm going to go five. No, I already have five color. I have the sliver deck. Yeah. Hmm. I need... You know what I need like? to do? I need to build a mono color deck. I think that's your next step, yeah. I think so. I'm going to build mono blue control. Yeah, I've got... I've got one five color two four colors a bunch of three colors and then i only have one two color deck i think you and i need to build mono color decks i think that's what we got to do okay it'll be easy on the mana base sure would be that's true <laughs> all right guys that does it for us this week i'm chris and i'm tim and this is casual commander thanks guys we love you